Well, hello and greetings to each of you this day. I am your host of the Being Love in Action podcast, Reverend Kenya C. Williams, a.k.a. the Agent of Love. Listen, I am a grace girl, daughter of the King of Kings, and a disciple and lover of Jesus Christ. And I invite you to walk with me today as I share a word of encouragement. So grab your coffee or have a sip of tea with me while being encouraged, empowered, and even challenged as we learn through the gospel of Jesus Christ, the life applications of what it truly means to being love in action. Yes, it's that time again when we get to come together and celebrate and fellowship together. I pray that each of you have been well, that all has been well with you in spite of what is going on, whether it's in your family, your community or our global community. Amen. Because we know right now in the atmosphere, there is so many things that are going on, but In spite of everything, today is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. I know maybe today was one of those days where you're saying, oh my God, here she goes with this scripture talking about today is the day that the Lord has made. Does this lady know what I've been going through? Listen, I can write the book, right? I really can. When I share these things with you, I'm not sharing it because, you know, I come in the name of the Lord and Jesus, Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Right. And so one of the things that is so important to me is to get away with putting God in a box. Right. And a lot of times we, we, we put God in a box because of tradition and things that we've been taught over the years. And I'm not saying some of those things are not right. But what it does sometimes is it limits our ability to see God in the wholeness of who he is. Our minds are limited when it comes to the vastness and the riches of God. So I just want to encourage you that even though maybe it has been a rough day and I always want to encourage you, you know, I say this at the end of the podcast, maybe this is your first time listening. Listen, we, if you need, I would love to pray with you. You can always drop your prayer requests in the comments. Just make sure if I'm praying for you, we're praying for you that you at least put a name, a family name or something that way. And if you want to privately message us, you can definitely um, email us. But you can also go on our website, which is www.gracegirl.org. And you can go in, click in and register for our um, daily devotion. And um, we will definitely are putting your prayer requests. There's a comment section on there and you can just definitely put in your prayer requests and we will pray over them for you. Amen. So listen, with all of the niceties put aside and again, I pray that everything has been well with you all, you know, all is well with me, you know, family things are just like everyone else that we're going through, but I'm encouraged that no matter what, that because of the God that I serve, and that's the confidence in, in, in believing in by faith in God is that no matter what we're faced, we're not facing it alone. And he's able 
to do and to not only to do, but to bring us through those sometimes hard and rough places. Amen. So I pray, first of all, that you guys are enjoying the series. I've gotten some comments and I'm just grateful. I'm always humbled and grateful, you guys, because as the podcast is growing, um, you know, now we're, I mean, we're just growing. It's two years in. We have been, we're, we're, we're already <laughs> surpassed 10,000 um, downloads. And I'm just always humbly grateful um, when God is, is just growing. And it is, it is truly God because this is a ministry that is truly um, for God. And so I'm always grateful. So as this podcast is growing and we're growing as a family, um, I just want to um, just say thank you guys. You know, I got a comment today and the person, um, you know, I, the person you know, said how the podcast was blessing them, but they said that my energy and I was like, oh my God, thank you. Because guys, you don't understand. Sometimes when I get on the podcast, I have gone through some crazy things in that day. You know, um, I don't know how long ago when my mom was hospitalized with COVID um, for three months, she was really four total, including rehab. She was in the hospital and, you know, it was a couple of times they told us that my mom was not going to make it. And so it's been a roller coaster. I mean, she made it home grateful. And at the same time, my dad um, had to be rushed to the hospital. And so it was like my parents were both going through some things at the same time. And, and, um, you know, I had to continue to press through and, and do some of the things that the things that God has called me to do some, some, some areas I did slow down. Um, but, I'm I'm saying that to say that, you know, when I do the podcast, guys, it's real out here in the field, baby. It's real out here in the field. If you're listening, I'm from New Orleans, Louisiana. So if you hear that accent and you hear me say, baby, that's that's what you're hearing. Right. Listen, I know you guys are listening, especially to the international uh, family, the Being Love in Action podcast family, which is crazy because it's places. As I was reading the statistics yesterday, guys, there are some countries I can't even pronounce, man. So one day I'm going to have to just shout out everybody. I haven't done the shout outs in a while, but I'm going to get back to the shout outs. And listen, if I say your country wrong, you got to put it in the, in the comments and, and kind of help me out. Right. Um, thank you guys again for listening and, and, and allowing me to just just when I see these different places where you guys are listening, it's blowing my mind. And I just thank you so much for tuning in. So now let's get into it. You know, I get so excited. I get excited whenever I can come back and fellowship with you guys in this way. We are in the fourth part of the series of the mindset of the fearless. If you have been able to catch all three, great. If you have not, and maybe this is your first time tuning in with us, welcome to the Being Love in Action um, podcast for tuning in. Listen, you're a family now. Yes, you are. Where I'm from, once you're introduced, you're family, honey. You come on in and like I said, have your coffee, your tea or your water. And let's let's just get into this word on today. Characteristics of the mindset of the fearless. And we are looking at Psalm 27. Now I'm reading from the NIV translation 
um, version of the Bible. And I'm going to read it in its entirety because I just want to make sure I want it to kind of flow, even though I'm going to focus and um, for this series for um, part four, I'm focusing mainly on um, verses six, seven and eight. But I'm going to read the entirety of the passage, which is Psalm 27, one through 14. Amen. So let me read it to you. And this is a psalm who is this psalm is written by King David. We're not sure just to give you some information. We're not sure um, what part of the king's life was it doing when he was actually the king or was it doing his transition or his interim of being um, waiting to be king? He was anointed as king, but he had not operated in that position because there was still a living king that was operating as king or was it when he was a shepherd so we're not really really sure the setting necessarily the narration of the historical events that was going on but one thing about king david he had a life where he was always experiencing as much as he was blessed he was always experiencing some type of turmoil with his enemies pursuing him and some of it was his own family, right? And that's something we'll save for later. But just to give you um, some background information. And David, there are a total of 150 Psalms, Book of Psalms. Many times they're used as prayers. They were considered songs or poetry or ode to Christ or to God or to um whoever wrote it at that time, their experience. And so just to give you some information, David wrote 73 of the 150 Psalms. So he's really responsible for half, almost half of the the, the Psalms. And so now as we got a little background information, this is also, um, it, it's about the confidence in God. The theme of Psalm 27 is the confidence in God. Amen. And remember, we're talking about the mindset of the fearless. Because when you finish this series, I want you to understand that there is a method to having a fearless mindset. You know, there's an outline to it. And I thank God for David because he helped us to get a grasp of this in this psalm. And so verse one says, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked advance against me to devour me, it is my enemies and my foes. Who will stumble and fall. Though an army besiege me, my heart will not fear. Though war break out against me, even then I will be confident. One thing I ask from the Lord, this only do I seek that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. To gaze on the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. For in the day of trouble, he will keep me safe in his dwelling. He will hide me in the shelter of his sacred tent and set me high up on a rock. Then my head will be exalted above the enemies who surround me at his sacred tent. I will sacrifice with shouts of joy. I will sing and make music to the Lord. Hear my voice when I call Lord. Be merciful to me and answer me. My heart says of you seek his face. 
Your face, Lord, I will seek. Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my helper. Do not reject me or forsake me. God, my savior. Though my father and mother forsake me, the Lord will receive me. Teach me your way, Lord. Lead me in a straight path. Because of my oppressors, do not turn me over to the desire of my foes. For false witnesses rise up against me, spouting malicious accusations. I remain confident of this. And this is verse 13. And then 14 is our last verse. It says, I remain confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. May the Lord, word of the Lord be blessed on today as it is a blessing to all those who hear it. Amen. Listen, I get excited uh, when I read this psalm. So let's talk about the characteristics of the mindset of the fearless. There are four things or four characteristics of a fearless mindset. And and we're talking about from a biblical perspective because everything that we're doing, you know, there's the physical and then there's the spiritual. Amen. And, and, you know, sometimes, and I know you guys, we all have seen the bodybuilders that pick up all the weights and, and, you know, maybe they don't even believe in God. They don't believe in Jesus Christ, but they can accomplish what they're doing to be able to be muscular and, and do and build and pick up all of the things that they do. And then some of them are even in competition, And many times they rely on their own strength. Amen. And in life, let's be honest, there are times in our lives that we rely on our own strength. And if you're a believer in Christ, that's you know what I mean. And if you you don't know Christ as your savior, well, you believe in yourself because that's all that, you know, you don't know Christ. You don't know the love and the mercy that he offers. Amen. And so. The mindset of someone is fearless, is confident in the God that they serve. And and they exhibit that confidence by four things. They are rehearsers of who God is to them. They remember God's history in their lives. They request of God to fulfill his word. And then they are rejoicers. They praise God and they admonish him. Now, you got to understand this is interchangeable. Because we are we are human beings. We wake up every day and sometimes we feel different every day. It doesn't mean that, you know, we're we're not good. It just means that, you know, this day I wake up, I might feel like eggs and bacon. And tomorrow I might feel like, you know, doing what it what is it? One of those green drinks, right? One a smoothie or something, right? We change. But we're still the same person when it comes to the physical part of the body. But our mind changes. And many times it's about our emotions and what we're feeling. But when you set your mind as a fearless mindset, there are some principles that you got to continue to stick with. So here is the here are the questions I want to ask you. But I want you to keep this in the very forefront of your mind as we're going a little bit deeper into part four. 
Here is the first question I want you to ponder. How do you develop a fearless mindset? So after we finish this series, you should have, based off of the four characteristics, rehearsers, remembering, requesting of God and rejoicing in God, you should be able to take that and apply it to your life. Amen. So how do you develop a fearless mindset? That's the first thing. Now, I want you, if you got some pen and paper, I want you to write this down. How do you develop a fearless mindset? This is your homework. This is your homework, family, because I want us to grow. All this is always about growing. Amen. So how do you develop a fearless mindset? So that's the first thing I want you to write down. Now, here is here is um, the other thought. Whatever you answer. If it's definitely even if it's outside, I want you to answer truthfully, right? Because this is going to help develop you. Your answer, I want you to then look at your answer and your answer will reflect your perspective of who God is to you on a personal level. If you can't say amen, just say ouch. (laughs) Yes. Amen. So I read to you Psalms 27. And now I'm going to just focus on, I'll reread six and nine. Verse six starts off and it says, then my head will be exalted. I'm sorry, we're doing six through eight. Then my head will be exalted. This is King David speaking. Then my head will be exalted above the enemies who surround me. So he starts off. Now, you got to understand when there's a then in front of anything, it comes after something. What was the something? Well, in verse five, it, it, it he was rehearsing who God was. And I'll read that that text to you. For in the day of trouble, he will keep me safe in his dwelling. He will hide me in the shelter of his sacred tent and set me high up on a rock. So he's ending off verse five saying that God, even in the midst of his storm, God is going to elevate him. He's talking about setting me high. He's talking about being elevated above the noise of his life, above the storm. And then David says, then my head will be exalted. So what he's saying is that once the once God puts me in a place, a mindset that I'm over the problems that's surrounding me. I'm over the enemies. I'm over the bills. I'm over the diagnosis. I'm over the troubled marriage. I'm over, you know, my children going crazy, the wayward kids. I'm over, you know, there's, there's, there's drama in the community. There's drama in the church. I'm over all of those things. I've been elevated by God in my mind. And then now he's saying my head can be exalted. Now what what it what it implies was that his head was downcast, right? You know, when we go through in life, if we don't always look at our posture, but many times when we're going through it, we have a, a head that's down. But he said, you know, my confidence in God, because God is lifting me, and therefore me when he lifts me. My continence changes. See, it's something about when you're connected to God, that the atmosphere that you're literally in begins to shift. 
So he says, after them, my head will be exalted above my enemies. And then he says, at his sacred tent, I will sacrifice with shouts of joy. I will sing and make music to the Lord. So he starts off. Remember, we're talking about what he starts off remembering God, who God is. He's, he's remembering because there had to be a past, a history, a track record where God did something in his life. And he remembered, wait a minute, why am I holding my head down? I remember when I was in this situation and God lifted me. Here's a question for you. Has there ever been a time in your life? When you when you walked in the confidence, you were walked in the confidence about a situation and you had no doubt of the expected outcome. See, God, you know, right here, which is amazing, it, it's obvious that David is dealing with some issues. He said, even though the enemies will surround me, he could be referring to what he's been delivered from in the past, or he could have been talking about both. So he's remembering God in the history. And then he's remembering in remembering God. He has the confidence in the midst of a storm or crisis in his life to know and walk and stand in that confidence that God will deliver him again. Amen. And I want you to understand that in remembering, remembering who God is, we're talking about that mindset. He's remembering who God is, but he's also participating in the outcome. Come on now. I want you to catch that. Listen, he goes on to say, I will sacrifice. That's important. With shouts of joy, I will sing and make music to the Lord. Even in a state of despair, because he just said above the enemies who surround me. He said above them, I will still he said I will sacrifice. You know, a sacrifice costs you something. And I believe that, you know, it, again, we don't know. But could it been that he was his body was tired because his mind was tired? Maybe it was one of those times when he was he had been at war and, you know, he's trying to gather himself and gather his mindset and he's tired physically. He could have been tired physically and mentally. Have you ever been there? Have you ever been tired 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 and yet it was something in you you said I gotta get up I gotta go to work I gotta go I gotta get up I gotta go cook I, I gotta get up I, I gotta go get this job interview man I gotta get up I don't know what it was and now David is actively participating in his relationship with God, even in his in his moment of despair. And he's rejoicing, he says, with shouts of joy, I will sing and make music. And this is where I'm talking about. We got to encourage ourselves in God, even in the situation. Now, we know David was a musician, right? He played different instruments. Now, watch this. God is not concerned of how beautiful your voice is, right? I mean, I think I can sing a little bit, but you know, I'm not, um, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not a professional singer. 
But when you're praising God and you're worshiping, he could care less what you sound like. He's not grading on you on that. He's looking at the authenticity of your heart. But David, we know that David was a worshiper. And then it says in verse, continuing um, in verse seven, he says, hear my voice when I call you, Lord, be merciful to me and answer me. Can I ask you the question? How do you actively participate in that in your situation? Are you just praying and saying, okay, God, I'm praying and that's it? Or are you praying, rejoicing, believing God in confidence because of your history with God, that God is going to deliver you, that he's going to be able to help you outcome and weather this storm? Do you believe that? Do you believe that? Do you believe that God is able to do that? How do you actively participate? How do you actively participate in that situation? And then he says, my heart says of you, seek his face. Your face, Lord, I will seek. I want you to understand that even though he was remembering God, he started off remembering God's history. And then he began to rejoice in in who God was. He said, I will shout joy, shout with shouts of joy. I will sing. And then he continued on. But watch this. His his continents changed. Because when he began to say, you know, hear my voice when I call Lord, be merciful. David was shifting to a place of humility because watch this. He was cautiously requesting of God from a place of humility because watch this. David understood that every day we experience difficulties and every day we have to request to be in the presence of God because troubles are going to come. And, and when we deal with God daily, we're more able to stand than if we are just waiting to commune with God when there is a crisis. But watch this. I want you to understand That David was approaching God in confidence, but also in humility because David understood that he was sinful by nature. Yes. See, we can boldly approach God. But we have to have humility. Because the very fact that God gave his only son, Jesus Christ, who became the sacrificial lamb for you and I. He bore the sins, transgressions, and iniquities for me. Isaiah says it the best when he says, even on our best day, we're like a filthy rag. Sometimes I think we become self-righteous. As believers in Christ, I think sometimes we're spoiled. Because we can mess up and then we can ask God for forgiveness and we don't have to wait to a year where the priest goes into the holies of holies and atone for our sins. Or we have to, you know, um, uh, bring certain sacrifices uh, to the priest where they can atone for our sins. I think sometimes we take God for granted because we can ask him for forgiveness. But watch this. 
David was humble enough to understand that he was not in control of his own life. And that regardless of his influence, even as the king, and even if it was, is, was David in the transition as the interim king, or even as the shepherd boy David, he understood that whether he was in a place of influence or lack thereof, God was still in control. So we must humble ourselves. Because the mindset of a fearless person is humbled before God, even though they walk in the confidence of God. Listen, remembering requires us not only to remember, but to actively participate in our relationship with God. A fearless mindset person believes because they can remember God's history in their lives. If you have no relationship, there is no history. Amen. It's like going to the bank and saying to the teller, I want to take out this money. I want to take out a million dollars. And then the teller puts your name in and then says, but, but sir, I don't even see an account for you. Or they say, I see an account, but there have been no deposits made. But you're expecting a million dollars to come out of a place you deposited nothing into. Isn't that funny how we treat God sometimes? We want him to hear us. We want him to heal us. We want him to love on us. We want him to forgive us. But we have not deposited anything. We have not been in his presence. You have to actively pursue God daily with humble hearts. That's the mindset of a fearless man or woman, boy or girl. And maybe you're listening and you say, man, this is some good stuff. Who is this Jesus Christ? Who is this Yahshua? Who is this Yahweh? Who is this man, man? You know, maybe you've heard it. We can't assume that everybody has even heard about God. Or even receptive at that time. But I want you to know. That we can walk in the confidence of God. Because John 3 and 16 reminds us that God loved loved the world so much. That he gave his only son. His only begotten son. And he simply said whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Yes I'm imperfect. I have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. That's Romans 3 and 23. But because of God's love for us, Romans 10 and 9 says, if we declare with our mouths that Jesus is Lord, it's just simple. And believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. It's simple. So today I want to offer Christ to you. Father God, we pray right now, I pray in the name of Jesus that everyone that listened to the podcast under the sound of my voice, God, if they know you, we thank you, Lord God. We thank you for the lives, for their lives and for their purpose for the kingdom. And I pray right now for those who know you who are listening, that if you have maybe, you know, gotten away from God, today will be a great day to rekindle that relationship with him. He loves you. 
And maybe you're listening and say, man, I don't I don't know Jesus the Christ. I just told you it's believing in your heart that he is the son of God and that he was raised on the third day with all power and might in his hand. And we can pray the prayer of salvation. It's simply what you feel in your heart. It's a heart thing, man. It's what you feel, what you believe. And then I will encourage you to get to a local church in your community, a Bible-believing church. I would encourage you today, if you don't have a Bible, a full Old and New Testament, listen, there are many Bible apps you can download in every language that's available. Or you can go and purchase a Bible. Amen. And there are some organizations that are free. But if you would like us to pray with you or for you. Leave a comment. Leave the information in the in the comments. Or you can definitely go to our website. www.gracegirl.org And leave a prayer request. Leave, you know, register so we can pray for you and with you. And if this podcast changed your life. And you um, accepted Christ. We want to know that too. We want to celebrate with you. The Bible says that the angels celebrate when one. Come on. This podcast is now reaching almost 12,000 people that are listening in countries all over the world. Some that are Islamic states. Some where there, you know, different religions. But watch this. It doesn't matter. God is a global God. He created us all. So I pray that today. That you were blessed as a result of the podcast. Yes, 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 yes. I pray that you were blessed on today. We did the mindset of the fearless part four. Yes. So listen, I thank you for tuning in today. And listen, we pray that you were blessed by today's podcast, The Mindset of the Fearless Part 4. And remember, we are available. You can tune in with us every week here on any podcast streaming. We're available on all the major platforms. So whether it's iHeart, Spotify, Amazon Music, Whatever it is, Podbean, iTunes, wherever you are listening to your podcast, you can catch us and listen. Again, if you want to reach out to us, I would love to pray for you. Please leave your prayer requests in the comments or you can email us at Ministries at yahoo.com or go to our website, which is www dot gracegirl.org and go ahead and send us your prayer request and we will pray for you and register on our website so that you can actually begin to get our daily devotions we have daily devotions that are coming as well so listen i love you today and i pray that you were blessed i pray that you were encouraged and i pray that everything that god has for your life that he's promised you that it shall come to pass listen until next time remember and now these three remain faith hope and love but the greatest of these is love that's first corinthians 13 and 13 and i am the agent of love reverend king you see williams of king you see williams ministries And remember to all of my 
family, my Being Love in Action podcast family and new and, and returning ones week after week. Listen, remember to give thanks to the Lord for he is good and his love endures forever. Until next week, we love you. See you again. Bye-bye.